It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey Siri, give me H-Town soccer. Talking all things Houston Dynamo FC. This is the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. We are Forever Orange. Welcome to an Orange Talk, a player segment of the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. We're joined by a very special guest, one of the young guns of Houston Dynamo, homegrown Marcelo Palomino. Marcelo, welcome to our show. Thank you, Rudy. Thank you, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. We know there's a new era in Houston, and most of the Dynamo fans feel that Marcelo, uh, you, Marcelo Balonino, can become a vital part of it. Uh, but before it, touching on the future with Houston, I kind of want to start with your time in Charlotte. Uh, Marcelo, last year was a tough season, right, for the Dynamo, ending dead last in the Western Conference, you know, two years straight. However, you had a great season, uh, you know, USL Championship with Charlotte Independence. Uh, y'all made it all the way to the conference semifinals. Uh, which was, you know, I think a high for the club, if I'm not mistaken, uh, which is pretty amazing. But uh, can you tell us a little bit about your time, you know, being loaned out to Charlotte Independence? Yeah, so, um, you know, I'm very grateful that it happened. Overall, it was a really good experience. Um, I think I learned a lot and I grew a lot as a player and as a person. Uh, my first time kind of really being on my own for the mo- for most of the time and, and uh, finding a way to you know, thrive in a new, in a new environment. I think I did that. And uh, yeah, it was a, it was a historic season for the club. It was the furthest that that club, that the club has been um, through the playoffs. And, you know, it was unfortunate that we didn't go any further. I think we had the team and, you know, the opportunity to do it, but it's just the way things played out. And I was, you know, I'm very grateful to be a part of, to have been a part of that team in that season. Yeah. And so obviously you spend, you know, uh, time with a lot of talented players in Charlotte or in independence, uh, such as former English Premier League uh, winner Christian Fuchs. And uh, what what did you feel you gain out of like, you know, being around those like high caliber players like him? Yeah, there was a couple actually. And um, Christian in particular, you know, like he said, Premier League winner. It's not every day you get to play with guys like that that have that kind of resume. And I think um, just learning and kind of watching them, how how they go about their business and how, you know, what it takes to be to get to that next level. And, you know, the manners and the and the um, I guess just the way they are, you know, you know, that next level. So um, I, I guess think I learned a lot just kind of how, the way he went about things and the way he his professionalism. I learned a lot from that. And I was going to, I guess, a follow up question to that. You know, is it is it easy to tell, you know, obviously you being in the professional spectrum, uh, easy to tell when a good player and like, a, you know, I guess a normal player, you know, is there a way to kind of tell apart their tendencies? Absolutely. I think um, if we're talking about off the field, you see how dedicated, um, how dedicated a player can be, how serious he is about, you know, his craft and how much he wants to improve. And then I think on the field, um similarly you know how hard they work um just by little plays and little things um little movements you can already tell you know this guy's been places or this guy's gonna go places i got you 
And so obviously Charlotte FC will have its inaugural season uh, this year on 2022. Um, they'll come and they'll play here. So you'll be able to see a few of uh, those teammates uh, for a July weekend. But, um, you know, being there yourself the season before, right, the MLS team gets started. How's the seating embracing Charlotte FC? Are they excited? I know overall Charlotte is more like a NASCAR town. Uh, I think a lot of people don't really realize I've been to Charlotte myself. And uh, and there's a bunch of tracks everywhere. But how is the city, you know, embracing Charlotte FC? Yeah, I think um, they're doing a good job of promoting the team. And I think the city is really buzzing to, to have that team coming in. I think, you know, credit to the Charlotte Independence for kind of, I guess, sparking that that flame of kind of like, um, you know, getting the people even a little more excited that the MLS team is coming in. Uh, I think they're, they're doing a really good job of, you know, promoting it and, and kind of hyping it up. All right. So, well, I'm Christian, by the way. So nice to meet you. Thank you again for uh, jumping on. Um, so right now, I kind of we wanted to pivot, you know, into like more into the more uh, Houston Dynamo era, you know, that's kind of happening now. But before we get into like what's going on in the present, we want to kind of jump back a little bit. And just to see if you can talk a little bit about, you know, when whenever you're like 18 years old and, and you made, you know, your trip to Europe and uh, how did how did how did that, you know, experience was over there, you know, trying out in the big teams over there, you know, uh, high caliber names, um, you know, clubs that have been historically there for, you know, years and years. You know, how how that experience over there for you? Yeah, uh, similarly to, to the Charlotte experience, you know, I learned uh, just how to thrive in a new environment and. I learned, you know, uh, I, I learned a lot, actually. I gained, you know, some different experiences, learned about different cultures. And then on the field, you saw just the difference in level. Um, I was coming from playing in the academy here and going on trial, you know, overseas to those big clubs is similar to, you know, going to a national team camp. Uh, so, I mean, I think it helped a lot and for, you know, uh, one reason or another, it didn't work out, but, you know, I'm glad that I'm here now and that, um, you know, I wouldn't change a thing about it. And talking about that, basically, you ended up playing here in Houston, you know, right before you went to Charlotte. Can you tell us a little bit about that experience of or like becoming like a true, I guess we can say like a true professional, you know, playing uh, in a Division One team for the first time? How, how was that experience going in? Yeah. Um, you talking about the Dynamo? The, the yeah, yeah. The Dynamo whenever you went in with the, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it was special. I had my debut, and um, that's what that jersey is right there, actually. And, uh, you know, it's a very special moment in my life, and it was a dream come true. And getting that taste and getting that experience helped me in, the, you know, the next game and the practices uh, after that, where, I, you know, I went in with a new mindset, like, okay, you know, I already stepped on the field. I can do this. It's, you know, it, it started to become more real and kind of easier to to – to imagine I guess or easier to really grasp I guess the opportunity and uh, I think it, you know even though I only played three games there's a few minutes each but it also helped me going into that Charlotte season where you know I could you know talk to myself and tell myself okay you already did this you know you did it at first division you can do it here and and I think it helped me it helped me succeed last season. And now you're back. So, you know, with Pat coming in, you know, we got Paolo now coming in and, you know, you're around town. So have you had any chats? I don't know if you can share any information like that, but, you know, have you talked to them? Have you have you got to meet them? You know, kind of see what what the expectations are for this new season now that, you know, you are you are back. And honestly, as fans, you know, we expect 
we are expecting no pressure, right? But we're expecting a lot from from Marcelo Palomino. You know, we are expecting him to to basically blow. Well, I'm talking in third person to you, but you know, we're expecting you to blow up. Basically, you know, no pressure. We've seen you know the the, the type of talent that you have. Uh, but have you have were you able to talk to them and you know kind of like think about the future of like next season? Uh, yeah, I spoke with Pat um, just a few days after I got back. It was just kind of. Um, more, more along the lines of you know, I was uh, I was in the the stage of my contract, I guess you could say, where you know I was picking up my option or not, and so that's really what it was about. And getting to know Pat uh, really was was the was the main thing, just kind of getting to know each other. And uh, Paolo, you know, he just got here. I, you know, I got to shake his hand. He was a little busy, so I, I mean, I met him um, and kind of introduced myself, but. Uh, that was really it. Um, it was mostly just to kind of get to know Pat when I when I sat down and had the meeting with him and Nick. And um, <clears throat> your other question. So, oh, yeah, you know, I'm right there with you guys. You know, I'm expecting, you know, a blow, blow up season for me, too. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm right there with you guys. And I appreciate that, you know, y'all kind of give me that pressure. Um, it, it's a little, you know, it's fuel to the fire for me. So. Yeah, it, no. it's a healthy one, you know. We don't want to, yeah, right. you, know, you know, we don't want to poke you out, you know, <laughs> and just kind of deflate you or anything. Right. Uh, but also, a thing that we want to talk about, you know, since you were one of those guys that you know basically did your whole, you know, career with the Dynamo, you know, coming in as a young kid and you know scaling your way up to the top and you know where you are today. Uh, we just want to talk about, you know, this Houston Dynamo too, this new, you know, MLX Next Pro. Uh, you know, in your perspective, in your eyes, how, how do you see that? And you, obviously, everybody has been saying, you know, it's a great thing that the Dynamo is going to have, like, basically, like, a reserve team here at, you know, in town. Uh, but how do you see, you know, looking back at, at the younger, at the younger guy? I mean, you're pretty young, but, you know, at the younger guys, um, you know, what do you, what do you think about that? Absolutely, it's a great thing. I would have loved to have had it when, you know, I was a little younger. Now that, um, you know, I say I'm getting older, but I'm only 20, but I see it as, you know, now that I'm getting a little older, my <clears throat> my main goal is to, you know, be a, a consistent starter and player for the first team. So, uh, you know, that's kind of the way I see it. But um, even if I'm not getting minutes with the first team, I think it's great to have that. Maybe I can go down and, and you know, get minutes there. And it's something that I didn't have my first year that, you know, would have helped a lot where I didn't play with the first team much. And definitely even when I was younger and being able to play against, you know, more experienced guys and, and uh, getting a taste of that next level as a younger player, I think would have been great. And I think it's a really, really good thing to have for for the guys that, you know, U16s, U18s, those kind of guys that are ready to push to, to the next level, but maybe not to the first team yet. I think it's a really good thing to have. And then let me ask you this. Have you seen or do you know any guys that, you know, we should probably look out for? Maybe, I, you, you know, you don't have to say names, but have you seen any talent out there? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I mean, the first two that come to my head are obviously Danny and Juan. Um, they're two really young guys. And, you know, I see a lot of what I saw myself just like two, three years ago. You know, they're not that much younger, but, um, and they don't act that much younger, that's for sure. Um, but, you know, I um, I think that they are, there are two names that, you know, we should, you know, we should keep an eye on. And from the academy, I don't know too much about them. I haven't spent too much time with them, to be to be fair. And uh, last question from me. Uh, so we still haven't seen. Well, we saw some bangers from you at Charlotte, uh, but we obviously we still haven't seen any goals for for the Dynamo. But we have a. I have a suggestion, and I'm pretty sure the guys will agree. 
uh, we want a special celebration. You know, we we asked Fafa to throw up the age. Uh, he did it. You know, we uh, for this new season, we asked Fafa to do a little salsa dancing. You know, we saw that little video that he did on Instagram. But for you, I have me personally, I thought of a very special one. I was thinking, I was thinking, you know, you can score, run to the like to the corner flag, you know, like everybody usually does, and then just act like you're falling out of a chair. How about that? Like <laughs> maybe, maybe not on my first goal because yeah, yeah, that's a special one. Maybe goal, second or third. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I I can score a couple and 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 we have a deal. Bet. All right. Let's let's do... I know some H's though. That's just personal for me. That's what's up. <laughs> All right. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank you. And then we got Rodrigo here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes, I'm Rodrigo. Nice to meet you, uh, Marcelo. Nice to have you here with us. Um, so now for the real questions. Um, you know, these guys are over here throwing you all the facts and stuff going on. But um, I'm a gamer. I've heard that you're a gamer. Um, we saw you in that uh, Dynamo Dash and some supporters. Um, tournament FIFA tournament uh by Omen and you took that home with you so yeah t tell us a little bit about that you know that experience um well you know what's that level playing against you on FIFA yeah um I mean I guess the gaming background kind of comes from uh I'm the youngest of seven and all of them you know gamed a lot and started with like for me it was just with the PlayStation 1 I don't go way back and you know Nintendo and all that <laughs> but for me it was uh, with the PlayStation 1 and um you know growing up with a lot of uh brothers and stuff that play is really competitive and so uh just trying to be better than them and beat them at everything and so i think that's where you know i kind of started and then uh just recently up until i guess like three years ago or so i kind of started to get a little more serious and and uh, to be to be honest it actually kind of got a little addicting so i had to step away a little <laughs> bit but um no i mean it's fun it's a nice little hobby to to do outside of soccer you know and I play with Memo a lot, who I'm sure you guys know is also a gamer. And that, FIFA, yeah, I used to play FIFA a lot. And so uh, I, I felt bad for the people I had to face, but <laughs> tournament, but uh, yeah. Hey, man, if you got to talk some smack, you got to talk some smack on FIFA, you know. We, we know how it is. You got to uh, back it up. I did, yeah. so. <laughs> and with that, do you play any ultimate team? You know, obviously a professional player. Um, you have your own card, your own stats, everything. Um, how are you feeling about that? You know, uh, is there room for, for improvement, I would say, <laughs> coming up? Uh, absolutely. Um, the card's <laughs> kind of bad, but I mean, it's understandable. You know, I mean, I'm not going to complain. I think uh, just being on the game is the first step and it's pretty cool. So I'm not too worried about it. I mean, I like video games a lot, but <clears throat> I'm not going to trip over my rating or anything. <laughs> uh, 
so yeah there's that i used to play ultimate team a lot i don't play too much anymore no, no, no that's great and i think uh, i saw that you play um call of duty as well so you know it kind of makes sense um most professionals soccer players or you know athletes they try to get away from their own sport just to kind of you know um get out of that zone just to focus and uh i guess um uh, regroup yourself you know in that mentality right and um Oh, and uh, so you've been wearing the number six jersey. Is that going to be changing soon? Um, yeah, um, I mean, I was originally 14. And then while I was on loan, Joe Corona, you know, um, he wanted he wanted the 14. It was a number he used in the past. And, you know, I was cool with it. And he's he's an older guy. I'm not going to really say no to him unless the number was really, you know, something special to me but um tell him that you'll play him on fifa for it that's why you should have <laughs> and then uh he had number six and and some of my favorite players have worn that number and so you know i don't mind the number R rudy you're a little bit nicer i was gonna say we can box him for you but i guess fifa fifa will probably be better <laughs> no no, no. Well, and, you know, I wanted to add a little bit to Rodrigo's question, you know, regarding your your quote unquote overall on FIFA, you know, as an athlete, as a young, you know, soccer player yourself, a 20 year old that grew up probably playing FIFA, you know, you know, often. Do, do you take offense? I know you said you don't, but do you take offense? Like, do you use it for motivation, per se? You know, somebody that obviously plays a game? Um, Not really. I would say it is. A little bit where I'm kind of like, man, you know, a 60, I think like 62 or something is a really bad card. I don't think anyone would ever use this. Why would you ever use that card? So, I mean, eventually, you know, I want to be a usable player, but it's not something that like keeps me up at night or or um, or anything like that. I think more of like it's something that would really motivate me would be just, you know, trying to get my first start uh, for Dynamo under my belt and just establish myself as a. As you know, a key player here. That's what I. That's one of my. That's my goal. So that's a. That's really more what motivates me. Not too much FIFA. Exactly. Although it does bother me a little bit, but not not like that. Yeah. No, that's good, man. Um. But you know, unless these guys have another question they want to add, uh, we're pretty much done with most of the questions. Christian, you want to add something? Yeah. Yeah. I want to ask. I just wanted to ask. Uh, what is like? What is a day to day for for a professional athlete like yourself? Because I think, you know, a lot of people, you know, grew up, you know, thinking of, you know, when I'm an athlete, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Uh, you know, and, and you just said, you know, like you like to game and stuff like that. I never thought of, I, I used to think like, you know, professionals were always working out 24-7, you know. But, you know, kind of give us a little window into into your life, I guess, if you could. Yeah, I mean, it depends really. Uh, we in season, out of season, uh, how close are we to starting the season? Uh, for example, whenever... Uh, I was in Charlotte um, and, you know, to be completely honest with you guys, it's something that I'm still figuring out myself being a young pro, <clears throat> kind of like what uh, what I want to establish as my routine. But what I have right now is kind of like when I was in Charlotte, um, if it was just a regular training day, um, you know, started the week, uh, not too close to the game, then it's we go, I wake up, eat breakfast, um, that's a must, and then uh, go to training. After training uh, and after a shower and all that, come back and uh, it was nice when my mom would come over because uh, she, you know she'd cook for me and there's nothing better than home cooked meals from your mom. Um, so <clears throat> I would eat and then usually I was pretty tired, you know, after training and stuff. I'd take a nap, uh, just like an hour or so, and then wake up and then you have some time to game and you know you have the rest of the day basically to 
to kind of do whatever you want to do. And <clears throat> sometimes it'll be game for, you know, an hour or two. And then um, other times it would be, you know, game for like an hour. And then, okay, like maybe I'm going to go for a little jog. I feel like I need to get my, you know, loosen up my muscles a little bit or just go to the gym. Nothing crazy. It'll just be like some correctives or, you know, some extra stretching and stuff. Um, and then <clears throat> like now when I'm in the off season, it's, uh, uh, we're able to, you know, use the facilities. So I'll go there in the morning and then after I come back, you know, same thing, uh, eat, take a nap, and then maybe I'll game for an hour. Sometimes, you know, I don't at all. And then in the afternoon I'll go again and then I'll go, you know, train with my brother or I'll go, uh, you know, run something a little, a little harder, uh, still trying to stay fresh for those, you know, hard gym sessions or hard trainings, little trainings in the morning, but you can, you know, you can go a little harder and, you know, do a little more that now that we're out of season, trying to prepare for the preseason. I saw one, one last one for me. Uh, so I saw that you, Darwin, and I can't remember, the, I think there was another person, but y'all were playing a little tournament in the Toros uh, place. How good little, was that yeah. team? Sorry? How how good was that team? Were y'all like never losing or what? Oh, no, they're just little <laughs> games, uh, like with friends and stuff. And it, it does get a little competitive. You know, you don't want to lose your buddies, but, uh, you know, it's all it's all friendly in that. So the, the, the level's good, though. You know, it's good yeah. enough to, to really, you know, get a sweat and, and, and have fun. But yeah, because I've, I've been there before, you know, just to watch, because honestly, you know, that the, like you said, the level is good. But when I saw I was like you, Darwin, I was like, man, this team is not to play with. Yeah, it's just it really just to get, you know, a little bit of extra cardio and and some touches. You don't want to get too rusty, um, you know, during the offseason. So that's what, that's what it mainly is for. Yeah, so I just, I just have one last question um, here. So I guess, you know, uh, the season is going to be starting soon, you know, for those fans to get a little bit of insight on you. So your, uh, you know, your position is a attacking uh, mid, uh, center mid, but under tab, he kind of, he put you out in the wing uh, a couple of times here and there. Um, you know, we have Darwin that he's done a pretty good job there. I'm, I'm sure somebody that can teach you a lot and you can learn a lot from him, but what do you feel comfortable with? You know, what position do you want to be playing or, um, you know, and I'm sure that's going to come up when uh, you speak to Paulo and see how that's going, but what's your main thing that you want to do this season? What position, sorry. Yeah. So um, something that I've really tried to, you know, to get after in my, you know, career um, ever since I was kind of younger was to versatile as possible and to, you know, be able to play and understand the role, different kind of roles, different positions. And I think I've, you know, done a pretty good job of that. Um, I, where I feel most comfortable would definitely be anywhere in the middle. Um, and then playing on the wing too, I can play on the wing. Uh, and, uh, but to answer your question, definitely, you know, I feel most comfortable in the middle. Hey, and we kind of we kind of need that, so you know we'll be looking forward to that. So, Paulo, if you're listening to it, uh, your boy, you know you got your uh, attacking center mid right there. <laughs> so, hey, uh, I I just want to add. I'm gonna go ahead and close this out, but I do want to add, Marcelo. You look like a very intimidating young man, you know, but you're really chill, man. Like you, you, I, you know, we do obviously follow you on social media because we have to follow the team to kind of keep up. You know, and, and I just want to throw out, man, whenever you guys dressed up for Halloween, I was having like a blast just like seeing, seeing uh, all you guys and Charlotte dressed up. But hey, uh, you know, last last words, you know, anything you want to tell the Houston Dynamo fans as we uh, get close to starting this new season? Uh, I would say that, um, you know, all the players are just as optimistic as I hope you guys are. 
and uh, you know we're working very hard and and we're really trying to turn the pages and of uh, you know the last two seasons and and make up for it so be ready for a good season perfect and uh you know again uh, marcelo thank you so much for joining us today man we wish you nothing but the best this season you know we're fans or we're there in the ups and downs uh so for sure you know dynamatery will be there to follow you and all the other guys so you know hopefully we can have you later in the year if that's something you can do for us uh Absolutely. you know maybe mid-season or later we can kind of talk about the progress you know with hopefully your first full year with the team uh you know so hey thank you so much for joining us Yeah, no, it's a pleasure. It's, it really is a pleasure, and I appreciate you guys. And absolutely, I'd love to, you know, get together again and, and do this. But I do have one question. What What's so intimidating about me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you, the, the, you're a 20-year-old, right? Obviously, like a young guy, but you just have that, that uh, man, do you say like a mean mug face, kind of? Yeah, like... <laughs> That's the first time I've ever heard anyone say yeah, that. But I see, think, I, I think he's low key trying to call you ugly, but uh, uh, that's the that's the vibe I'm getting. I don't, uh, I don't know. But hey, man, thank you so much for hanging out with us.